0: Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, a buffet of things to consider from the Red Raiders' loss in OT to the Butler Bulldogs, including both encouraging signs of progress and red flags. Next on Locked On Texas Tech. You
1: are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right.
0: great to be with you again on locked on texas tech on the locked on podcast network your team every day always free and available on youtube or anywhere you get podcasts and today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. make every moment more and right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet that's 150 bucks back if your team So visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started with the only Chris level who I just scooped off the tarmac this morning in the LBK. I am Casey Cowan. That's why is the people's champ folks. One hour, two hours, three hours of sleep. We don't know, but we're cooking right now with what we got following a wild trip to Indiana. Red Raiders are close, but without a cigar at the end of the day as they fall in overtime to the Butler Bulldogs 103 to 95. We're diving right into that with some thoughts from Red Raider head coach Grant McCaslin in just a moment. And we'll also get to a football conversation as a big weekend looming. You want to see improvement with the roster? It's weekends like this that can have an impact. We'll talk about some of those on the scene considering Texas Tech as their next football destination this weekend. But Hopes to kick her off here, Chris, and uh, it was a very entertaining college basketball game. There's no question about that, but not the result that we were hoping for. And there's a whole lot to dive into and a whole lot to pick apart that was included in this game. But let's, uh, let's kick it off with a listen to Red Raider head coach Grant McCaslin on the Texas Tech Sports Network talking about the thing that probably at the end of the day kept you from getting over the hump. What is it? That's the defensive end of the floor. Here is Red Raider head coach, Grant McCaslin.
1: If this is what we think was going to be the way that we can play defense in the Big 12, then this, we're, in, we're in for a, a real problem. And um, I think the biggest thing when I watch it was our our lack of like one-on-one taking the ownership of like, I'm going to defend this guy physically. And it felt like we got bullied on some of those baskets at the rim and then got bullied uh, on some of those plays on drives when you, you just have to get those stops. I don't know what to say, I mean, you physically have to figure out a way to get in between them and the basket and get stops. And then I think the biggest thing that I'm going to take away from this, and I need to watch film on it to get clear on it, but is – we're going to have to find a little deeper rotation at some level. You know, I mean, we're going to have to find some other guys. If we want to push the basketball like this, we're going to have to be able to – and it looked like we died in overtime. and We got fatigued, and then we started settling for threes without getting paint touches. And there's only so many times Joe can drive in there. So just, you know, Pop made a great play at the end to to get us in overtime. I thought that drive to the basket really said a lot, but then we settled too much at the end. And we just got to find a way to get deeper. That's what I'm taking from it.
2: The venue was awesome. It was a really, I guess, uh, pr- probably to a defensive uh, savant. Probably not the best basketball game. It was an entertaining basketball game. Um, I think if you if you took the over, you were certainly just like you know, <laughs> like the the Donald Duck meme where he's just walking around counting up you know the money and money's going everywhere. Um, but. Um, you know, th- this was a very good offensive team coming into the game. They were averaging 80 points a game, and you just couldn't get them stopped. Uh, they-, they have a guy on their staff uh, for Thad Mata, I think named Adam Howard, uh, who's spent a lot of time with Brad Stevens at uh, at the Celtics. And they were they in a lot of NBA stuff, a lot of ISO stuff, uh, you know, and, and quick hitting uh, type type things and they just kind of they picked you apart a little bit and got what they wanted and they just they hammered you in the paint for most of this game you know as it ended up you know the the, the paint points it, it ends up 42 38 to which you're thinking well that's not really like you know but I think at one point that that stat right there was 36 to 20 <laughs> in favor of Butler um they, they were they just kind of were getting it into the paint, you know, getting stuff uh, catches at the elbow. And the next thing you know, the interior passing, just kind of picking you apart <clears throat> and, and and you were, you know, they were making those shots. So yeah, defensively. And it, this is about, um, it, it's funny. Cause I think Grant, Grant's very transparent. He's a very honest. I, 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 I like it. Uh, I think he's coaching these guys. Uh, as hard as he can. Um, I think you're a bit limited with your, your team right now. Um, but I think that one of the things he applauded them for in the Bahamas was their ability to start understanding how important a scouting report is and knowing, like, okay, when so-and-so gets the ball, you know, are they a shooter? Are they a driver? Are they going right? Are they going left? And I think you've got you've lost a little bit of that last night, which is can be typical on the road. It gets you know there was about I don't know 8, nine thousand in that in that place last night. It got really really loud, which is a, a I think that thing holds ninety one hundred at capacity. It felt full. Um, it, yeah. it felt really loud as uh, as you got rolling and you start to and I think the the, the tired legs uh, also affects you. I mean because like if you look at it, I mean you had yeah you had you had both your starting guards played uh, over forty one minutes. <laughs> that's hard to sustain and it's hard to be good at the end when it's most important. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, chance McMillan off the bench, he played 36. Uh, I'm glad that he did. We'll get
0: into more of that. Before we get to accentuating some of those positives, and there are definitely some to get to, let's get to another thing that was just pull your hair out. Frustrating defense probably at the top of that list without taking credit away from Butler again, Uh, They were making shots and and making great plays. The passing was incredible. They did a lot of things I want to see Texas Tech do uh, as the season goes on. So credit to them. But the other thing, and you mentioned some names that I would love to have contribute to this cause. I don't know if they will or not. But the other thing that really was on the list of hair-pulling frustration was this. First, today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. And you can spice up the action and keep the sports flame stoked this winter with America's number one sports book and the official sports book of Locked On. There's nothing nicer than cuddling up with a warm prop bet or player parlay. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action with their safe, secure, and easy to use app where it's all at your fingertips. And of course, when you win with FanDuel, you're always paid Instantly. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right. That's $150 bucks coming your way if your team wins. You'd be a fool to not take a bite out of that. So get to fanduel.com slash locked on and sign up today for your shot at $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet that hits with Fanduel, official partner of the NFL. But the other thing, that really was on the list of hair pulling frustration was this 40 to 24. You were out rebounded on the glass. And I want to take another listen to Coach McCaslin because this kind of surprised me that he said this. You alluded to you know how many six foot-10 guys they had. We talked about Texas Tech going smaller, some recently leading into this game. But this coming out of his mouth in the post-game conversation on the Texas Tech Sports Network with you was a little surprising to me that he actually expected this to possibly be an advantage but it goes entirely the opposite way I want to get your thoughts on this but first let's take another listen to head coach grant mccaslin
1: I said it before the game i felt like our advantage was on the glass i felt like if we could really leverage and get the right shots that we could rebound and it flipped on us i thought our inability to rebound especially at the end of the game was pivotal and they got 13 offensive rebounds and scored on them, and that that part to me was probably the most disappointing part of the game. Now, anytime you got to our team, anytime you give a hundred points, I don't even know what to say. I mean, that's that's our our attention to scouting reports, and it's my fault. I didn't do a good enough job preparing our team, and we weren't we weren't ready defensively. And they came out and had actions, and they run a lot of good actions. They run good sets and it felt like we couldn't ever really find a defensive identity to where we were going to kind of separate and in the second half i felt like we started the game like hey here we go you know we're coming alive and this is what we do defensively we get stops so that that way you could put in then that's how we scored in transition when we took the lead we were getting stops and we were playing in transition and then and then they got a few offensive rebounds and then their physicality and our lack of ability to finish plays got us in the second half so we just can't start that way can't start that way defensively and we've got to be significantly better and that's
2: my fault you know butler coming in they weren't like overwhelmingly just like hammer teams on the glass it's more of a finesse team uh it's more of a get up and down and and you know like i said they're scoring 80 points they they weren't the best defensive team either uh or on the glass and i thought that's that also plays into why you were able to score uh what, what you were uh, they they want to kind of get into a shootout, but I thought you you because I think what ultimately I hear him saying, he kind of alluded to it uh, in in both uh, things that that you've played is that it, it comes down to that toughness and grit, and and you know whether it's defense or rebounding, it's kind of the same. Um, it's it's want to, and I I think he thought that his team would would be better in that category. Um. Yeah, you want to box and board. Yeah, you want to, you know, get getting somebody's face and and not allow them to to pull the trigger uh, over you uh, from behind the arc when you know they're a shooter and all those things. But some of this is just kind of and coming down to want to, and then you you get back to well, are you asking too much from, you know. Uh, too few many uh, of, 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 you know, your personnel, <laughs> you know? Um, well said. yeah. Yeah, and, and it's like, but there's a the rub there. It's like, if we get in, if we get into like, okay, I, I'm going to, I'm going to put this guy in because he's a really good defender, but he's just a liability on offense. Then all of a sudden, you know, so it's like, a, you know, and this is part of a basketball season. You're trying to figure out, you know, because I'm, I could hear, the wheels are spinning. Okay. Do, do we not need to play as fast because we're, we're just tiring out against the team? Do we, do we slow it down more? Do I need to go deeper and, and then keep the, keep the pace uh, with which we're playing at? I mean, there, there's all kinds of uh, game within the game kind of dynamics that are, I think they're still trying to figure out who they are, what is best. Um, but Yeah, but yeah, forty to twenty four, and and part of this was in a way, you went small in the second half. You know, Warren Washington spent a lot of time on the bench in the second half, but this is what got you back in the game. You 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 know, overcame about a what eight point lead, took the lead, uh, maintained it for a bit uh, when you went small, and and with that, you're kind of giving up some size and 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 obviously length around the rim. And so that's kind of the you know the 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 choice you made. But I mean, we wouldn't we want to trade some of those uh, shooters on the floor in the second half that were bombing away, uh, Chance McMillan, namely. So yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, that list of positives. He may be at the top of it. I don't know. He's certainly on it, as predicted by you. Some of those are gonna gonna start falling. I don't know if you're calling for an eight for ten night from beyond the arc. He was one off of, I believe, tying Alan Voskull's three-point record of nine made in a game against KU once upon a time. McMillan's on the list with his twenty-four. So many of these things are just so frustrated that they went for naught at the end of it because it's a loss, whether it was McMillan, Devin Cambridge, who will only eat a tomahawk ribeye, no other. He prefers the tomahawk. No word yet on if he likes salmon, but hopefully he does as well. Double-double for Joe Toussaint. I thought Pop Isaacs had one of his better individual days. And here's another kicker. Seven turnovers for Texas Tech. In extra time as well. Only seven turnovers. But all these things, of course, not quite enough to get over the hump. Which which one do you want to pick up and run with, Chris? Because uh, I enjoyed all of the above.
2: Well, there's a lot to like. I think Chance McMillan breaking out is yeah, you're right tops the list. But I also thought you know because that was one of the things that Jeff Haxton and I talked about before the game started last night on the broadcast was that was the common denominator. And you and I have talked about it too, uh, Casey. Is that you know against Northern Iowa and against Michigan, I think you had 17 total turnovers in both of those games. Yeah. So about eight, eight and a half a game there. And if you can continue to play this way and really do a good job of taking care of the basketball results are going to start to favor you a lot more consistently um, just because the game is so much easier when you get, but the, again, the rebounding components got to come along with it. But I, yeah, I thought, cause that was a, a big time problem for this, uh, this team. Now what we haven't seen them do this is at home. These are, these are a new, two neutral site and, a, and then a road game on, on taking care of better care of the ball. But uh yeah, I thought Joe Toussaint man, he continues mm-hmm. just to give you all that he's got. Uh I mean, and and he's he's emptying his bucket every night out and scoring, facilitating on the floor, loose yeah. balls. I mean wrestling, yeah, wrestling yeah. matches on the floor and I'm picking him every time. Yeah. He, can't, he, he can't give you any more uh, than what he's given you. Was not Darian Williams' best game last night. Um, I think, you know, obviously it was not Lamar Washington's best game. Bare, barely, you know, d- didn't get to, to play a whole lot, just the four-minute uh, stint there. But, and it wasn't probably Warren Washington's best game either. He caught a couple of alley-oops, uh, missed a couple uh, of, of layups around the rim. And just kind of, I don't know, because um, they did have a lot of bigs. I, we talked about that, but they only played about three. And like Andre, Screen is his name. Uh, he had fourteen and, and six, I think. But like this, he played. This is way more than what he normally does uh, yeah. on, on any given night. And that's the that's the frustration uh, there for for him. So, uh, but that's
0: you know, typically role players play a lot better at home, and he certainly was one of those. Uh, before we move on and, and hit a football conversation, Chris, I, 13 for 26 from beyond the arc. And I know that Chance McMillan had a historic night, yeah. but I don't know what the mean is, or if we're regressing back to something like that in a positive way. But, you know, coming into the year, Coach McCaslin said, I, I think this is a good shooting team. Been up and down, but uh, I, if McMillan really starts to click, then then maybe you do kind of believe that they could be uh, one of the better shooting teams in the Big 12 Conference. So I, I don't know. Do you think this is a little bit more of an aberration or something that you're starting to be able to rely on? I don't know about 50% on 26 of them, but you know what I'm saying? Can you be effective?
2: Gonna have to be at some level, uh, I think. And and because at some point, you, you know, that's one of your your dirty little secrets here is that Pop Isaacs has not shot the ball well at all from deep uh, recently. His numbers have dropped significantly. But he's still scoring. He's still doing everything he can for his team. And so at some point, his numbers are going to go up too. He's too good of a shooter. It's streaky at times. But, again, a six-for-six night is coming for him. Uh, And so – because now what happens with Chance, guess what? You go eight for ten at Butler, that's on every scouting report going (laughs) forward for the rest of the season. And so they they start face-guarding you. They start, you know, like – so – you know, Joe and Pop and and Darian Williams hit a couple last night, which I thought was big. Um, you know, um, and, and, and it's not like Isaac's is like super struggling. It's like we're we we were just used to a certain level, and he his, I think his uh, three point percentage is like I don't know 27, 28 or something after after last night. Maybe slightly off there, but he's a much better shooter than that. I don't worry about it because they're going to go in. Uh, and and I we we we've probably shame on us. But he's one of the we talk about Joe's toughness. Papa is one of the toughest kids out there, and I mean, he gets it to overtime. And we and here we are haven't we haven't said that my fault because I mean that's the second time in what three games where he he just kind of grinds it out. He gets to his right and and he and he shoots that that floater boom Let, let's keep playing or in, in the northern iowa game let's win it uh happy thanksgiving everybody <laughs> um you know but, but i i just think uh, i i tip my cap to your two guards man because uh they they are i mean and again the 40 minute uh plus they're 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 just giving you all that they've got and it's pretty fun to watch kids compete. And if you can just sprinkle in more chance, because you're going to play some teams that have no idea how to score 103 points. If you gave them 80 minutes to play. Okay. <laughs> so it, all is not lost. This is a really you high know. level offensive team and you just had a hard time, but I, I uh, it's an entertaining bunch for Texas tech that plays really hard. Uh, that they, They've got to get some of this uh, defense, uh, you know, cleaned up and, and some of the rebounding stuff and and all that, they will. Uh, it'll be fine. Um, just got to
0: keep grinding away at it, man. Probably going to be an uphill battle throughout the year. But uh, if you can fight and and find a way to compete there, you'll have some better days ahead. And, yeah, go on ahead, Joe Tucson, and join a handful of games into the season. Uh, You know, my list of favorite Red Raiders all time. I guess I'll go ahead and put you in that category already because I'm loving – what you're doing and shout out to Alan Voskel, who one time after a great day beating Kansas, I tried to buy a beer at Crickets on Broadway. He said, I'd prefer uh, a water. I said, so would my pocketbook. Sir, you want it with ice or al dente? So shout out to uh, Alan Voskel <laughs> and uh, looking forward to the next opportunity for Texas Tech. Hate that you were not able to get over the hump in this one, but uh, hopefully good things to come as a result of that experience, by the way. And this is the, just the vibe I'm getting. You know what turn was coming to mind watching this last night? Street dog. Have you gotten back to something a little edgier as far as what you're bringing to the table? I'm not so sure that you have not done that, which is a great thing to see. You leave the land of pet shop puppies, and let's get back to some of these mutts on the street that have got to fight for every meal. Uh, All right, Chris, before we get out of here, let's pivot to what is hopefully a very consequential weekend coming up for Texas Tech football. Before we get out of here, let's pivot to what is Hopefully, a very consequential weekend coming up for Texas Tech football. Now, they're not playing it, but uh, what do we got here? Seven, eight guys uh, in route to the LBK and uh, an opportunity to improve a roster, hopefully. Um, I don't know where the concentration is necessarily. We got a lot of wants, needs on that wish list. I know that. But uh, it's a big weekend for Joey McGuire and the Red Raiders as they play host uh, to a few uh, prospective Red Raiders.
2: Yes, they do. Um and and, it, and this is uh, the fl- fluidity. Maybe we'll use that word is is fascinating here because I think while your wants and wishes and your your visits are one thing today, what do they look like? You know, in four days when the portal officially opens, and you know you 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 know, do you lose more guys and that shifts your 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 needs, or, or does somebody hop in there? That you're like, oh, we know him. He's pretty good. He's kind of an upgrade over what we've got. Uh, let's go shopping. You know, I mean, I, 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 so that's why I say that the, the, the fluidity with this deal is because what I'm telling you is going to happen. I, I can just almost guarantee you yeah. that at some level, somebody somewhere is an upgrade uh, and, and they hop in and you know them and you know what they're about and you're like, well, we don't really need it, but... Boy, this money in my pocket is burning a hole in it, and uh, I'd I'd like to have me one of those. I'd like to have me that, you know. Um, um and I, I'm here for it. Um, yeah. it's business, right? It, this is sure. That's what this is right now. Um, it it is, uh, you know, it it is borderline free agency. Okay, so yeah, they've got uh, they've got a host of prospects uh, on campus this weekend. You've got DBs, offensive linemen. Uh, are, are mainly you've got uh, you know and and that's really you, you mentioned priority mm-hmm. offensive lineman is clearly the priority and here here's the the dilemma that that Joey and staff have got the the folks that are on this list are either were already in the portal or or, or just got in or, or they're not they don't have anything to do with it they're like a junior college or division you know smaller division you know school one of those type scenarios. So this is where you you have to trust James Blanchard and and his and Brian Nance and the guys that evaluate these guys because on Monday more than likely there's going to be a variety of people that hop in from around the country that can play all these positions some of which will be a lot better than potentially what is on the visit list for this weekend. But you, you've gotten a head start. You you know you have a connection already. There's no guarantees that you get uh, somebody that hops in, uh, or or the or, or that you necessarily will like them better than, than what you're you're dealing with here. Because I think there's there's a level of man we we'd like to have some guys that have multiple years of eligibility left would be the preference. So there's some of that uh, want and need as well instead of a, a you know strictly a, a grad transfer like a, gotcha. like a rusty yeah. stats, um, but. So that's kind of that's what you're dealing with. Meanwhile, the football program is like all spread out over there. Is like their offices or you know the the football building. It's going to be a weird weekend to host visits. Yeah, I mean, you know, here's 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 what we've spent the last 17 years doing everything, but it's kind of emptied out, guys, because we're moving. They're about to tear it down. <laughs> yeah. um, your new home is this steel and these cranes are you know. And then come to my office up in the press box on the west side of the stadium. I mean, so. Hey guys, that, that, you want to
0: swing the wrecking ball? You want to <laughs> climb the
2: current? <crank? laughs> might be a liability issue. Maybe, I don't yeah. know. But yeah. Um, um yeah, and we have got the whole list uh, you know, of visitors posted on, on RedRiderSports.com. I'm not gonna bore you with that, but to answer your question, offensive line, there, there there's you you need two to four. So what we can settle on uh, you know, because I, I, I think you know, and when we've mentioned it, it's it's uh, widely uh, been reported. You know, you've offered a UTEP kid, you've offered a kid from North Dakota, you've offered some smaller school type kids, the offensive one. But that's really, and, and so when you get them here, do we really? You know, how? how you know, what, what do you look like? You know, is your are you are you cleaned up? And is your body right? Do we do we need to put a lot of work in there? Are you really six six? You know, I mean, <laughs> right. what's your personality like? Do you, Do you have some some jerk in you, like in a good way? Um, you, you know, you know all those dynamics. Uh, but I, I'd be willing to tell you that if if they get here this weekend and they like what they see and are around, I mean, these are guys that I think you're willing to take. You're willing to say, exactly. you know what? Uh, I, I'm I'll let, let's do this. You're going to help me fix this problem that we've got. And I'm going to close up shop if you get enough of the right ones. So that's the okay. that's the dynamic. Um, and then I'll also tell you real quick. There's a uh, Isaiah Crosby is a kid out of uh, uh, one of my yeah Trinity Valley CC there in, in Athens uh, there on uh, it's in East Texas on I twenty uh, when you're going like to to Tyler. Um, and Trinity Valley is a junior college right there. There there's this, this is a kid that plays some, some safety. Uh, I don't think this is necessarily a need, but I think he's so good that they want to take him. You know, I think that the coach, uh, coach Johnson who coaches receivers for you, his brother, I think is involved with the coaching staff at Trinity Valley. Uh, I think this is one of the top junior college college players in the state of Texas, uh, from a football standpoint, so and I think he's got some awards that have uh, that that have indicated that uh, I think they will uh, throw their hat in the ring there and and you've got some connections there so I think if they get if they
0: you know he likes it and they like him again I think they'll they'll take him for sure yeah and one of the things you mentioned red uh I have an info on this one of the things I saw was tech uh, you know hosting canadian defensive back or something like that now this is a real canadian but i thought finally somebody's taking me up on my idea one scholarship every year for any man from canadian texas i still think that would be a great idea they just (laughs) they just grown differently up there but this is further than the panhandle this is an actual canadian (laughs) so curious to see uh how it goes and um hopefully the uh upgrading of the roster well, begins this weekend, so uh, we'll continue to pay attention to that closely. And as Chris mentions, the next time we'll join you, it is portal season for real. So it'll be happening even faster and more furiously uh, as that really gets going next week. Uh, Chris, and bowl, bowl season for real too, because the next time right. we talk to you, yeah, we should know the Red Raiders' next
2: opponent. And if and if what a lot of has been reported. And it's Shreveport, I mean, we're going to be sitting here and you're going to be playing the next time we talk, you're going to be playing in less than two weeks. Yep. So it's going to be like fast-tracked. And I, I would just tell you this either. I wouldn't rule out Phoenix on December the 26th. I'll just throw that out there. I would not, you know, that's kind of in that, you know, the Armed Forces 23rd, yep. Shreveport 16th, Phoenix on the 26th. I think you share a sideline. I think it's on a baseball stadium. And all that, but uh, again, and the timing is is a bit goofy because it's the day after Christmas. But would not rule out rule
0: out that one either. That stuff wears me out. What are we out of football fields? What's next? You can uh-huh. take it to a softball pitch somewhere just to it, screw uh, yeah. us all over. <laughs> I mean, and, and
2: when you're the sideline reporter, like, right. th- w- w- what does this mean exactly? Like, do I it get means to, you may
0: have to brawl with the other team's opposing uh, sideline? I, I get, yeah. Freaking, let's go, man. Strap them up, yeah. baby. There, Knuckles. he just told you. Bare knucks. Stomp way- a
2: mud hole in your ass and walk <laughs> it dry, you big piece of trash. Oh, sorry.
0: Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for my language. Now, nah, let's, get some, side, let's okay. get some Sideline Reporter beef cooking okay. here today as we head up to right. the weekend. All right, man. Enjoyed it. Appreciate it. Hopefully, you can get some rest, Chris, because we got a whole lot to get into on the other side of the weekend, man. Thanks for the time, as always.
2: Hey, man, appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to go get some sleep, uh, try to, to you know, uh, re-energize a bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, appreciate the uh, time. We'll talk to you, I don't know, pretty quick over the weekend. A lot yeah. going on. And uh, this next week is a lot, a lot going on. So uh, we'll uh, we'll reconvene soon. Keep hope alive. I saw people in uh, in Indy, man, and they yeah. tell me to keep hope alive. I appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, Calvin yes. and I very much appreciate it. Uh, See you out there on maybe another uh, road trips uh, as well. But uh, have a good weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.
0: appreciated hearing that Raider power come through the television set as well because uh, that was noticeable also. All right, yeah, make sure you're subscribed because when the news hits, you want to be right here on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. For Chris, I'm Casey, and we'll see you for the next round. Locked on Texas Tech.